Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hey everybody, Professor Crunch here from the RPG Academy with some freebies from our show sponsor, BattleBards.com. BattleBards is releasing a brand new suite of tracks called Pirates and the Grand Ocean. And I have some coupon codes so you can get some freebies and check them out. If you pick up the $10 or $25 credit package, enter code AHOY1, that is A-H-O-Y number 1, at checkout, and you'll get a free track. If you buy the $50 or $100 package, enter code AHOY2 for five free tracks. And if you buy the $150 or $300 package, you guessed it, code AHOY3 is going to get you 16 free tracks. And these coupon codes do download the tracks right into your library so you can see them before you make any other purchases. These codes are redeemable once per person per account. As someone who uses BattleBards all the time for the Wrought Iron actual play series, believe me, these tracks are brilliant. You will love them. BattleBards makes it so easy to use these tracks in your home game. So swing over, get some credits, get some freebies, and prepare to hit the high seas in your home game in style. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This episode concludes our first season and the majority of the Ragaras and River Pirates storyline. Thank you for all of your support in getting our show to this wonderful place. After this week, we'll be taking a one-week hiatus, and we'll resume regular weekly episodes on September the 13th the beginning of our off-season content, which will expand upon the world of creation and the story of Swallows before Season 2, as well as maybe drop a couple little surprises. Now, how about we do this one more time? In the time of myth, when gods and mortals want creation together, Godwin and Forlorn Aria were visited by a spectral agent of seven symphonious chords. As Ariston and Ajax want to reconcile with the abandoned immaculates within Zhao Wei, on the eve of a great battle, what would come of this news and discussion? How soon would the realm arrive back in Zhao Wei? Could they do this alone? So you arrive back at the area of the Smiling Ice District where, before you had seen Ragara Samir setting away to work with his group of immaculate monks and soldiers, and they are still there. The sun is starting to get low in the sky, and it looks like they are beginning the first stages of wrap-up on this project. They've built a small retaining wall around a hole in one of the houses, and it looks like they're preparing to patch it up. Smear, may we speak with you alone? Oh, yes. A- absolutely. Let me just excuse myself. Vale, I'll be back in a minute, if that's quite alright with you. That's alright, yeah. Go ahead. The bald monk waves him off, and he steps with you and kind of motions down the street, and starts walking with you. So, what's going on? What did you want to talk about? Well, it's something very serious, and there's a potential for you probably to want to go in farther and farther into it, but right now, we just have to tell you at base. Shoot, please, just let me know. You know the Wild Hunt is coming for us. Yes, of course I know that. And we've acted in what the best interests of the city are, and we believe that the only way that we can survive, and the best way that the city can survive, is to fight with them. And please just listen until I'm done with seven symphonious chords. And we're telling you this because we see you and what you've been doing and your monks as good people. And this is honestly the one chance. Don't get involved. Stay low. If you don't, you'll be killed. And we don't want that. You're good people. You don't deserve to die. Please don't. Don't let your emotions get the best of you and just keep yourselves alive so you can keep doing 
code for the city. I'm so confused. I sought you out and I told you that together we could ally ourselves to remove this threat, his threat, and you've gone and allied with him? Trust me, it wasn't my first choice, but we don't even know that we can beat the realm without his help, and we can't ask for your help to fight against your own. Well, look, even if I agree, I'm not the top of the chain of command. That's Rauha. He's in charge, and he's passionate. He's a lot like his teacher in that respect, and he's not going to sit by while you ally with what we thought was a mutual evil. We're not asking you to join us in this fight. We're just here to give you a warning. And I'm telling you that no matter what I say, Rauha will be joining the fight, and his command supersedes my own. And so those men will be joining the rest of the realm. You've, and he points to the people who are working on the building. You've condemned these good men to death. We don't want that to happen. That's why we're talking to you. I don't have the power to tell them not to go. The chain of command is very clear. It's Rauha, then it's myself, then it's Vale. What well, can you convince Rauha? But we have to do that too. I just told you that his will is like iron and he will not listen. Well, like Ajax said, this is just a warning. This is all we can do. We know that you're a good person. We know your your men, your allies, your women are good people. But the heads of the Wild Hunt would never really work with us, would never really have the best interest of the city. They do have the best interest of the city at heart. Why do you think we're doing this? Why do you think we came with aid? You were here to help improve the city. That was their idea. And to take control of it. Yes, perhaps. But this city, you followed the edicts of mad gods. Your system, it it makes no sense. And we were coming to help clarify that. We were going to help save you from the pirates and then food, aid. We know that you're in a drought. What Ragra Vijay wanted was a peaceful solution. An even exchange. An even exchange that involves killing us. Because of who we are. That was never supposed to be part of what happened. We had heard rumors and rumblings. At least as far as I know, Vijay was simply here to make a deal. And I was here to help administer that deal. To help dispense goods. To help repairs, infrastructure. Vale was going to open a school. You can still do that. No, we can't because we're going to be dead. Are you really going to put a chain of command over your own life? Over the lives of your people? I don't think that you understand. Maybe I don't. If I leave... Then I've deserted, and they will hunt me down, and they will kill me. If I stay, I have to fight you and seven symphonious chords, in which case I will die. It's a lose-lose situation. Tell me how I get out of this without dying. If you take your men a couple days away from the city, we should have enough time to beat part of the wild hunt that's coming, and they can't hunt you down. We'll protect you. We're giving you that protection. Would you listen if I asked you to leave the city so that I could kill your brother? That's what you ask of me. I'm not asking you to leave alone. It's really up to you what you want to do. We're just telling you that this is what's going to happen. I appreciate you letting me know what's going to happen, but I'm afraid that, quite frankly, we died with Vijay. And he looks down at his hands. Look, I know that I was a shithead to Godwin when he was a kid. Things were rough, weird. I've turned around. I want to help people now. That's why I'm here. And so do the men that they're bringing into town. So do all of those soldiers, all those monks, those men and women. They honestly want to help. And it just so happens that the barrier to help is, well, as far as they're concerned, demons. 
No one says that there has to be fighting. No one says there has to be death. That certainly seems to be the way that you're framing things. I'm just telling you that if worse comes to worse, this is what could happen. And then how do we help stop it from getting to that point in the first place? Except that the aid is where it ends. If you want to help, fine, but you can't come in here and control the city. That That's not a solution. That seems to be completely orthogonal. Well, if that's what you really want to do... And that's what you got to do to stay alive. Or... How how does that help me stay alive? That's what I don't understand. If you can convince the people higher up to offer their help, but not... It's like, you act like you're just pure altruism here. You're not doing it to help. You're doing it to help and get control. You're still focusing... Not all of you, but some of you are just focusing on yourselves. Those are the same thing. Are they? Yes. Because... We're freeing you from corrupt gods. They've broken the chain of command. There's a very, very clear way and structure and order to the way that worship is supposed to go. Gods don't get to dictate the way that cities are run. They accept their prayer happily and they interact minimally. But why should you get to decide how a city is run? A city that... I don't get to decide. I, why do you think that I decide? The dragons have decided this. Look. I want to help you people. I can see that people here are unhappy. I can see that things aren't working. And sometimes I've contributed to that here and in my own life. I'm just trying to make good for that. And I can't do that if I'm dead. You have to realize, Samir, I keep saying this and no one seems to listen. When the Wild Hunt comes, whether or not we side with Kors, he's probably going to fight anyway. Or at least try. It's just a matter of deterring it or not. But we don't want violence, we don't want death, we don't want you to die. Do you think we don't care? We do. I don't know what makes you so sure that he is going to resort to violence if the hunt comes. I'll remind you that I spent a lot of time with him before I realized what he was. And he visibly shudders. He wanted accord. He wanted peace. I don't know. Look, you say if I stay and help people, then I won't die. But I fail to see how that's the case. I need something actionable. I, I need a way out. If I desert, I die. I cannot convince Rauhar. And if I stay, I probably die. If you desert, we can protect you. You're going to run away with us. You're going to abandon everything and take in a hundred disused soldiers, monks even, scholars who don't like you. They th I've told you before, these people are strong in the faith and you've proven clearly that you are anathema. Smear, you're the only one who knows about this, that this alliance is happening. No one else knows. Can you tell Rauha, your leader, just that there's some extra pirates who escaped and take your group to find them? That way you're not deserting, you're just leaving before things get bad. No one has to know. I let a cord go. Tell them you're trying to find a cord. God knows where he is. Ask him, request him to take your group to find him. We can't find and fight a prince of the earth. I'm not saying fight him, I'm saying say you're going to find him so you can leave and not desert. That gives you a That's reason. That's the expectation, though. If we fail to find him... The hunt is a well-oiled machine. Look, I want to work with you. I don't think that you deserve to die. I don't know how I feel about you, actually. And he runs his hands through his hair. But I want to help people, and I... And he grits his teeth and clenches his fist. I don't want my friends to die, either. I'm not just here with a hundred people. I left a lot of people that I cared about with the hunt. If there's any way that I can stop a fight from happening in the first place, I will do it. And convince them and... Call them off from attacking us. Convince. Convince the hunt to step down. That's acting out of line. That will get me killed too, speaking out against a prince of the earth. Well then what are we supposed to do but stand and fight and defend our city? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. I'm confused as well. I want to help you, but I don't pull any weight with them. My pull stops at Rauhar. 
and I'm not sure that I can convince him. Then tell them that there's something you need to attend to outside of the city. And if Lie. I cannot turn up evidence of that, then I've deserted. We can, we'll do our best to assist you with that, but that way you're just not pure deserting. And also, you realize- No, it's not pure deserting. It's treason. It's lying. And then deserting. Under false pretenses. Is treason worse than being an anathema? Because that's what we're being accused of. It's not what you're being accused of, it's what you are. We don't want death just as much as you don't. Neither does Cords. Then why are you placing the responsibility for stopping the hunt on my shoulders? We're not. You told me that I stop them. I convince them to back down or the fight is inevitable. If that's not placing stopping the hunt on my shoulders, then I don't know what is. We're just demonstrating how impossible it is to stop this fight from happening. You said yourself that if there was a fight going to happen, that you would stop it. Ajax was just telling you what you said yourself that you would try and do. I said if I could, if there was anything I could do, I would do it. And you're asking the impossible. You spoke with them. How fruitful were your attempts to convince them of anything? Well... I didn't kill Accord when I could've. I don't know if that's gonna pull any weight with them, but it might. They think we're ruthless, they think we're heartless, soulless, whatever. Well, we could've done worse. And no one wants there to be more lives lost. This city could be plunged into something far worse, if there is. We don't want to fight. We're just trying to tell you that we don't want you to die if it comes to fighting. Go ahead and roll me your charisma plus presence with two extra dice and an automatic success. Erasing got two successes. Look, I don't know how to stop this. Maybe deserting is the best thing. It doesn't sit right with me. You know what? Maybe, just maybe, for a little while we can strip ourselves of our house. Take off the robes. Remove the armor. But if I do that, can you promise me something, please? What? The people that survive. The good people that survive. And believe me, all of these people believe deep in their hearts that they're trying to help. So, when this is all done, let them. Of course. They're going to hate you. We don't wish to take any more casualties than you do. We're fighting for self-preservation and for the maintenance of control and the keeping of traditions of our city. And I might not agree with all of that. I might really disagree with some of it, but you have your points. When, when we do this, there's no going back. So make it worth it, okay? You may think it of us, but we're not monsters. I think that you're anathema. I don't necessarily think that you're monsters. If, when the fight comes, you see Rauha, tell him that I did it for Vijay. That we did it for Vijay. We'll definitely pass that along. And he turns around and shouts, Vale, we're packing up, but we're not heading back. We have something more important to take care of in the meantime. Okay. I appreciate this, I suppose. I do a lot. I don't suppose it. It's just hard. It's weird. Thank you, and I hope to see you on the other side. If... In the meantime, before it all goes down, you have any questions? You have any concerns? Obviously I'm here, but quite frankly, you'd probably be better off talking to Vale. I've got Paul, but she's got the brains, she's got the know-how. I want to help, but she makes it happen, just for the record. We'll keep that in mind. And he turns around and heads back. Do you do anything before he does? Nope. <laughs> Harrison reaches out and shakes his hand. And he shakes your hand back. I said it once and I'll say it again. Something makes me really happy that neither of you were deceivers. And he shakes. Look, I know that I use the word anathema. And when I say it, I mean it. But that doesn't mean that you're all bad. And he turns around. So we cut to the Conclave of Amers, where the next morning Ariston and Ajax are coming in to meet Godwin. The major domo of the Conclave takes you back 
you're on the list. Godwin and Forlorn Arya are sitting in the meeting room with several scrolls rolled open on the table. It's very clear they haven't slept. Okay, so for the record, mechanically, Ajax and Ariston regain a point of willpower. Godwin does not. Damn it. But these <laughs> scrolls are furled out, and you clearly have not slept. Well, Samir won't be fighting, and neither will his men. Good. That's a relief. It's a small number, but I guess every little bit helps. I think it helps us fight with a little bit less guilt on our shoulders. Yeah, the fewest number of people we need to kill. I know that might sound ironic coming from me, seeing as how I've got a history of piracy. We rough people up, but we try not to kill them. Sometimes, though, you have to, and I think that that's what we might be looking at with the realm. Are you two all right? You need help with something? You don't look that well. I think we're more well than we've been in a while. Probably, yeah. And she looks softly at Godwin. Godwin reaches out and rubs her shoulder affectionately. We heard back from Seven Symphonies Courts. He's got 500. That's certainly more than I expected. Yeah, it's more than I expected too, but we're still looking at maybe 1,500 men. And four exalts. And four exalts, but we're going against two. But didn't you say that Mayumi or Cass or whatever her name is... That she made the, the soldiers sick? Maybe some of them still haven't recovered? We can only hope, but I don't know what their status is now. As much as we can, I feel like we don't want to fight the soldiers. I agree. Ver- very much I agree. If we can keep them out of the city, we need to. But we need an advanced lookout. It's hard to say. We might already be too late to do that. Ajax, is there anything Gendo can do out on the river? I mean... He can help us in battle. He'll probably fight alongside me or around me. But he can't scout for us. There's only so much scouting. I don't know that they'll be coming from the river anyway. That's true. You guys would know that. Basically, once you reach a certain point, the river's the only way into the city. But you took a pretty straight path from the forest to Jiao Wei, so you don't necessarily need that as your point of entry. But sending him out to the river wouldn't hurt. I mean, that's where he is right now. But I could call him in to get a report on anything. I think you should. He's a good resource. I feel like if he's seen anything, he would have let me know, or else I would at least feel his presence not ebbing away happily. And actually, as you say that, you can feel a ripple in that flow of essence. I'm going to call in Gendo then, so I spend three, three moats. Three moats, yeah. I'll spend that on a peripheral. Gendo appears before you very quickly and then coils his incredibly long body up around Ajax. I, I, ha- I have some bad news. Um, I was swimming, like I always do, and I was looking at my fins, and I was thinking, and then I felt something weird, uh, like a rumbling, a shaking, and so I poked my head up out of the water, and there was a, a lot of people coming. I, I could feel them coming from a long ways away. I could hear the pounding, and I could feel it reverberating through the water. It seems like they're close. Thanks for letting us know. These people that you felt, I should probably let you know, are coming to hunt us. Oh no, are these the people that Adventure told me about? Yeah, the Wild Hunt. Oh jeez. And as much as a sea dragon can look worried and disappointed, Gendo does. Okay, is there anything that I can do to help? Actually, yes. If I could fight from inside you, it would give me better mobility and a little bit of protection if you don't mind. Absolutely, I can definitely do that. No no problem. Do you need anyone else to ride with, or is it just going to be you? I think... Uh, just you two. Godwin and I, we don't we do not do well farther away. We need to be close. Godwin, if they're here, if they're about to be here, I'm joining you this time. I'm not staying back. Arya, I don't know about that. You saw what they did to me. And I saw what they did to my men. Then you know what they'll do to you. I 
can't let that stand, though. I may be giving up piracy for the city, but it's still in my gut. I still have the pride of a pirate queen, and I must defend that honor. Even if it costs you your life and your responsibilities to the city? I hope that it won't. I hope that I can be a symbol like you guys are symbols to the people of the city. I once stood against the people, and now I stand with them. I won't fight you on it. I trust you. Thank you. Eventually, I'm going to need to get my knives. So, what do we do? How do we get ready for them? Uh, Gendo, could you tell what direction they were coming from? I think it was the um, east. I think it was the east, yeah. Kind of the same direction that we were when we came back, but I guess you didn't make that journey. You just plooped in and out, didn't you? Yeah. I don't really remember much of any sort of direction from that journey. Yeah, that trick is weird, but that's not important. I think they're off to the east. All right. Well, we've got to send out wood spiders all over the city, try to get any innocence that we can over towards the western part of the city, and get all the able-bodied people that are going to be helping us, and Seven Symphonious Chords and his ghosts, to gather towards the east, like, effective immediately. Agreed. I think that that's the right decision to make. I'll send a spider out to call for what reserves we have. We haven't had a war in a long time. The reserves we have are, honestly, they're ready to fight people like me. And there's not that many of them, but I'll send a, I'll send for them. Hopefully we won't need them. I hope so too. We shouldn't make any big moves on them until the evening. I mean, we know this city, and that's what Kord's asked for. That makes sense. We can use it, the unfamiliar terrain to our advantage. Kind of wish I still had those boats. Don't we have all the tide mares they escaped in? I mean, we already talked about not using the pirates, but... Yeah, and it was hard to make that deal with the tide mares. We kind of had a strict agreement, and if the ships are gone, I'm afraid that the tide mares are out too. Shit. What can we do to slow them down? The only ways into the city are the docks and the gondola, right? So if we seal those off, it should be really hard to get here. I don't know. They did just kind of float in on a cloud last time. That's true. All of them? No, but the ones that can do a lot of damage. That's fair. They did really surprise us last time. I don't know how else to keep them slowed down, though. If they come, we can try to stall them with talking. Yeah, we seem to be really good at that. Was that sarcasm, or was that you being truthful? You know, I think that's actually not the worst idea we've ever had. No, I thought it was a good idea. I just couldn't tell if Ariston was being sarcastic. No, I think it's a good idea. It's just funny because... I still can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> it's okay, no, honey. It's a good... We never really know with him. It's. I think it's a good idea. It's just funny because we talk a lot and they hate it when we do that. I'm just saying we're good at, like, more like we're good at bothering them with the talking. Okay, that's fine. I, I think that that's fair. We should do that that's a good why, idea why do we oh. have to spend time on that what spend time on talking about talking hey, why, Ariston, why don't you save the annoying Wait, banter why? for the realm i i couldn't get a word in when we talked to the realm for god's sake which god all of them all of them every time i say that i mean all of them all right no I never mean, mind never mm, mind there are some gods you probably shouldn't be praying to <gasps> whatever all right you know nope i think it's a good idea that we talk to them because i Think that that would be good for preventing them from moving forward. Don't think they're the type of people to just attack and blindside us. You know, but uh, I think Harmonious Accord was kind of the talker of the group, and he's been invited to walk away. I so mean, now we've he got was definitely a windbag. Got a little bit of an issue there. What's the issue with Accord 
being alive. He can't. He told me he can't go back. Like he he failed. All right. He said that he was going to enjoy killing you. I don't. That, care. That's worrisome. Just I don't. Straightforward. Straight up. That's that's scary. That's scary talk. If I said I was going to enjoy killing you, you should probably just end it. He's a lot of talk. But look, none of you were there when I fought with him. None of you talked to him the way I did. It would have. It wouldn't have been right to kill him. All right. I I can respect the choice not to kill. We're just saying now we don't have a talker on their side. I mean, are we sure of that, though? My fight was not very chatty, per Maybe se. Maybe sometimes. Some people can talk a lot, but they're out-talked by other people in the trio of people. He well, I don't know what you point. mean by that. I think that that literally just happened. No, I'm really confused. It's okay. You might not be able to understand everything. So the question is, do we lock up the gondolas or do we let him in i'd say still lock up the gondola we can still talk and slow them down a bit but might as well delay them in every way we can that sounds reasonable yeah i'll send out that message too is there anything else that you think that we should do so we need to make sure that the docks are closed as well yeah the docks and the gondolas will be sealed absolutely and then whenever they figure out how to get into the city through those blockades we'll have to Try to talk them into darkness. Sounds good. But do we split up? How do we watch the docks and the gondola at the same time? I agree with Godwin. Is there a way we can push them toward one entrance? They're coming from the east, apparently. Ariston, can't you manipulate the water in any way? I could, but I don't know what that would do. Aren't they coming on foot? Right, uh, but if Yeah, maybe... as far as I could tell, it sounded like they were marching, not like they were coming on any vessels of any sort. Unless they're carrying boats through the forest. I'm just asking questions to try to find answers. Maybe you can manipulate the river in a way that pushes them. Is that a thing? Like push a wave over them? Or like create a scenario where there's no water so they can't... I'm confused. I think the first one might be fine. I don't... I'm just shooting blanks here. Unfortunately, Godwin, there's not much I can do. We don't have the time and I don't really have the ability, but, you know, at least we're trying to think outside the box. Arya, do you have any suggestions? I think locking things up, letting cords know, having everyone rally. What else is there to do? I think that you're, you're right, Rye and them. They need a break. I can't ask them to do this again. No, we we don't expect you to at all. We we understand you've you've done so much for us already. So I think I'm at my end here. We've called in the reserves. So are we ready? Ready as we'll ever be. Okay. You said that you guys weren't sure if you should split up or stay together, right? If right. we know, definitely staying together. Good. Then we'll have you set up watch on top of one of the gondola towers. And in the meantime, I'll go grab my knives and we'll be ready when they come. I don't know if it would be a bad idea for us to get some rest for as long as we can until they come. Maybe we should sleep on watch. You know, be there when the time comes. Right. I don't know if you want me to accompany you or if you want me to stay with the people. You said you wanted to be there, so you should be there the whole time. Then I'll be with you. And we cut to everyone on top of the gondola. Godwin and Forlorn Aria are curled up, catching light sleep, and you see the tops of the trees across the Tepu River shaking in the breeze, rustling. You can hear the chirping of birds and the buzzing of bugs, but things are surprisingly quiet. You know, I guess the weirdest thing about, at least one of them, about being on land is the way everything feels. In the ocean... The water's always moving over you. It's nice. You feel whole. But up here, it's so light. It's, it's almost like you could be swept away or fall at any moment. I mean, I don't have any experience with being in the ocean, 
but I guess if that's how it feels to you, then that's how it feels. I don't don't normally miss home, but I don't know, right now I do. Kind of a weird time to start missing home on the brink of a battle. Well, a lot of things were wrong there, but it's still where I'm from. It's where my body feels the most comfortable, and sometimes I think that I'm not good enough, that my body will just fail me, and all in all, that's what that's what he wanted for me to fail up here. Zhao Wei is my home, and if we fail here, it's the entire city is not going to be the same. I know. The tamping of footsteps can now be heard underneath of the sound of the wind. It's probably two o'clock in the afternoon. Ajax shakes Forlorn Arya and Godwin to wake them up. Their footsteps. What? They're coming. We can hear them. When is it? Around two. Jeez. Godwin rubs his eyes and looks over at Forlorn Arya. Uh, I'm, I'm up. I'm up. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. And now, out from between the trees below, you can see figures starting to pull out. And among them are two figures, one incredibly tall, one sleek, carrying these enormous battle standards for houses Cessus and Ragara. They plant them into the ground, and you can see the soldiers continuing to spill out. But they pause for a moment, these two figures, and it appears as though they are discussing something. These are Cessus Min and Ragara Prima. Well, there they are. And there's no turning back now? What are they talking about? No idea. They're going to have to get through us before anything else. So, I'll say this right now. If Ajax wants to activate keen hearing and touch technique, and then try to succeed at a difficulty 5 perception plus awareness roll, he might be able to pick some stuff up. Can I activate keen hearing and touch technique and sensory acuity prana? Yes, you may. I will do that and take it out of my personal pool. Okay. How many modes is it? Eight. So now go ahead and give me that roll. It's a perception plus awareness. Difficulty five. And the difficulty goes down by one. So it's difficulty four. And I get one auto success. So you have one automatic success and double nines and you re-roll sixes. That's five successes. Well, six with the automatic success. You hear underneath the sound of hundreds if not more than a thousand footsteps crunching under dirt under the sound of the tepu river rushing under the sound of the bugs that are buzzing in the air beating their wings pounding into your eardrums you hear these voices i think that it's just like we said you're gonna have to do it if we can pull this off then everything's gonna be for the better it might all be worth it. Vijay might even be worth it. I think that it's time. Well then, I certainly won't waste any more of your time. I'll get right to it. Wish me luck. Let's hope that all my days in the Spiral Academy, well, they don't fail me now. And they embrace each other for a moment, and Min goes running off into the forest. Apparently Prima has asked Min to do something. I'm not sure what. You're the one that fought Min. Not for very long. What does she know? None of that was discussed. Well, she works with fire, right? Yeah, she burned me pretty badly. Well, if that's what she's good at, we can probably be expecting something in that realm. What the hell is she going to do with that? I'm honestly not sure. A great time to be in the middle of a fucking drought. And now Ajax can hear a flickering. And that flickering begins to sputter. And then... 
it gets its legs, and it becomes steady and strong, a thrumming, not quite a roar, and everyone can see emerging from the woods towards the base of where the gondola would set down a streak of fire that is running along the floor of the forest that then leaps up on top of the heavy cable that holds the gondola aloft on the city and begins to tear a fiery path up it toward where you are stationed. Shit. Everyone move. We gotta get off of this. Let's go. So as you scramble down, you see these pieces of the cable snapping apart and falling into the Tepu River, and you can hear the roaring intensify. And as you begin to run down the stairs, you can hear the fire sound getting closer and closer and closer. I need everybody to make a dexterity plus dodge check at a difficulty of four. Uh, Ajax got three successes. Ariston got five successes. Godwin starts with seven dice but we'll spend two motes from peripheral to get up to nine. Five successes. Arya got one success. Rip, girlfriend. (laughs) So Godwin and Ariston tear down first, and Ajax and Arya come clambering down after them. You can hear the cord snap as Cessus Min gets to the top, and it dislodges. You can hear it crack like a whip as it slams down into the water below, and the top of this tower, this wooden tower, catches fire and very quickly destabilizes with the decoupling of the rope, and it begins to fall like a fiery cascade down around everyone. Godwin and Ariston manage to leap out to safety, but Ajax and Forlorn Arya are caught inside as the embers begin to fall down around you. You are both going to take four dice of lethal damage. Hey, let me roll those. (laughs) (laughs) That, That was three successes. So, are you down to your last minus one health box? Only my second to last. Second to last minus one health box for... Ajax and Forlorn Aria is down to her last minus one health box. She has four health levels left. But this tower of flame has trapped the two of you in it. There is burning wood around all of you. And on the outside, Ariston and Godwin can see the building begin to collapse. And Cessus Min stands atop it, proud, burning a pillar into the sky as it begins to fall, and she leaps down. I wasn't expecting that people would be on top of that. You weren't supposed to get caught up in this or hurt. I was coming to speak with you. And she sighs and then walks toward the rubble. Are you going to help or what? Harrison runs over, and he's starting to sweat visibly, and his heart rate kind of quickens as he rushes to help Ajax and Arya. So, does Godwin do anything? Godwin. Godwin, after having screamed in response to seeing... Ajax and Forlorn Arya were trapped, has run over to the Flaming Tower. Okay, so we cut to the inside, where Arya is very visibly sweating, and burn marks are beginning to pop up along her skin. Uh, uh, Ajax, I'm I'm scared. Don't worry, they'll they'll come for us. It's just getting hard to breathe. Uh, Try to stay calm, it's just taking more oxygen to panic. Okay, okay. I I don't know what I I don't know what I'm doing. Try to stay 
low to the ground. There's slightly more air. Okay, and as she drops down to the ground, you can see her wince. That, that's not what I, I mean. With Lakshu, Godwin, the, the city, I don't know if I've done any of this right. How can you be worried about any of that right now? I'm scared that I'm going to die. Then that should be your number one priority. And the top of the tower begins to buckle, and a shower of sparks comes down quickly before the wood that sits blocking you away actually slides out. The tower buckling was the detritus moving away as Godwin, Ariston, and Min open up a pathway for the two of you to escape. So Ajax kind of picks up forlorn Arya from under her arms and throws one of her arms over around his neck and tries to drag himself and her out. So go ahead and give me a stamina plus athletics roll for that. It's going to be a difficulty two, but you're going to be at a minus one penalty to the roll because of your wound penalty. Um, so it's originally six down to five with the penalty, and I will use three modes of peripheral essence to add to that. Excellent. So go ahead and roll those eight dice. Uh, That's three successes. So you burst out from the building with Arya just before the entirety of the structure buckles in on itself. And standing above the two of you are the three who helped clear out the way. Godwin leaps down and immediately pulls Forlorn Arya away from Ajax. Ah, 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 these... I'm burned. I'm burned pretty good. Hey, it's okay. Here, just just lie down. Godwin helps lay her down in the dirt. Thank you. Thank you for helping us. Uh, I, damn it, I wish there was more I could do. You did more than enough. You're hurt. I've been hurt worse. <coughs> and you don't care about me being hurt? Of course I care. You're also exalted, and she's not. So it's not like I don't care, but I think you can handle yourself. Thanks for the vote of con. <coughs> <coughs> Confidence. Ajax, You're welcome. Are you all right? <laughs> I'll get over it. <laughs> Not oh. the first time I've been burned. Arison, do you think you can do anything for either of them? I, I could try. Yeah, you'd better get on that quick if you want to help any of them. Ajax, will you stop getting burned all the time? God. <sighs> right. Here. In his defense, I'm responsible for most of it. Yeah, I know. I deal with you in a second. Got to have to heal you up again. We need you at your best. Arison is going to use. Wound mending, care technique, and body sculpting essence method to heal Ajax's wounds. Excellent. So go ahead and roll your intelligence plus medicine. And how many motes does that cost? 15 motes total and two willpowers. Yeesh. Yep. Uh, from what pool? We're just going to do peripheral. So as Ariston attends to these wounds, he goes from nothing to full orca. So describe that for us. The orca? How your anima interacts with healing Ajax, how you heal Ajax in general, yeah. Okay. So, again, the orca whale appears out of Ariston's anima, and instead of just doing its normal breach, it instead swims in, like, a wide circle around Ajax, and you see the tides of light focus to that direction, washing over Ajax. Ariston raises his hands and brings them to his wounds, but instead of just doing kind of one hand, he has two overlapped on each other. The blue light flows over his hands as he places them on Ajax's burn skin. Cool. So go ahead and roll intelligence plus medicine and take a two-dot stunt. 
So how much medicine do you have? So roll 10 dice with one automatic success. Yes, you can spend more motes on it if you would like, but you're only needing three successes. Oh, okay. So 10. Ariston got four successes. So as Ariston runs his hands over Ajax very quickly, the burning is reduced. But this is a sign to everyone. Very quickly after Min arrived, this pillar of light came up and the soldiers can't see what's going on inside of the city. All they know is that the emblem of one of the anathema has blossomed. Ajax is fully healed now. That's incredible. Can you do the same for Lenaria? I can't. It, it's all I can give. So what, you picked him over her? Is that what you're telling us? I'll be fine. It's, it's okay. You're really hurt. I'll manage. I've been hurt worse. Besides, Ajax is going to be more help. Don't say that. I can still help her, Godwin, just not in the same way. Just not as quickly. Do whatever you want. And Godwin looks away, visibly upset. Yeah, you know what? Just fucking pout, all right? I'm going to help your girlfriend now. All right. Ariston grabs his bag that he normally brings when they're going to battle. It's full of various medical supplies, bandages, lotion, ointment. And he takes out a few of these items from it quickly and rushes over to Forlorn Aria and starts applying them on her wounds, bandaging them up as tight as he can, just hoping to alleviate some of the pain. So go ahead and make another intelligence plus medicine roll, and you will get a one dot stunt this time, so ten dice. Ariston got three successes. So you wrap her up, and it's actually going to take you about like 15 minutes to actually do this full thing. So as you begin to set to work on her, Min looks to the three of you. If you don't mind while you're doing that, I might as well get started on what I came here to do. And what's that? Talk to you. We're listening. One of our own went missing after a little confrontation. That's not good. It's really, really not good. You escaped. Turns out there were traitors in our midst, and that mess is still in the process of being resolved. But never mind that. You were there when he went missing. Help us get him back, and we will spare you. For now. Will you spare the city? We came here to discuss with the leaders of the city. A deal. We still have a lot of interest in making that. A, I'm a leader of the city, so hello. Also, that woman over there that you just set on fire... She's arguably more important than I am. Ah, Hesia's breath. I'm so sorry. And my second question, or point, I guess, is why did you have to set the gondola on fire? Was that necessary? Did you just need to show off your skills that seemed incredibly pointless and just injured people that didn't need to be injured and didn't really seem to be related at all to your goals this afternoon? Or do you not have control over your abilities? Be careful what you say about how much control I have over my abilities. Be careful about burning my girlfriend. It was a tactical decision. Prima counseled this. Well, now you've just made two leaders of the city very upset. Well, are you interested in discourse or are you interested in fighting? I feel like this is healthy conversation. I'm asking a question. And I'm trying to answer it, but you're not giving me the space. Well, I'm all ears. Why was this necessary? Then shut your mouth and listen. It was a tactical consideration from Prima. Obviously, this is one of your few entrances and exits to the city. It's a pretty important structural support. If we destabilize you, if things come down to a fight, we have tactical advantage. We have the engineering skills to make it again and make it better even so. 
Either way, we win on that one. So you're putting the blame on Prema? No, I take full responsibility. I was just telling you why I did what I did. It establishes a tactical advantage. This is still a war situation. Then how did you plan on getting into the city? There's another gondola. Are you going to burn that one too? No, I'm here now. Besides, we have allies in the city. Vijay did not come alone. What allies? Samir, Rauhal, a hundred men. Well, we have allies too. I don't doubt that you do. Are you going to seize the city if we help you find a cord? That depends on how the discussion with the leaders of the city goes. Well, we're discussing now. Indeed. We're also in a precarious situation because your friend, he's glowing quite brightly. The standing assumption is that when that happens, we go into emergency mode. Prima and the others are likely to be situating themselves to arrive soon. Well, then call them off. I can't. I would have to get to the other side of the city, go down and burn our way in. Burn your way out, potentially destabilizing the whole city. That doesn't seem very well tactically thought out. We could get to the other side of the river, potentially. But it also seems like it puts me in control of the situation. If they're going to attack and I'm the only way to get them to stop, then you at least have to stop and listen. What do you want then? And might I remind you I'm glowing like this because you burned my friends? I didn't say that I didn't have culpability. I apologized. I said I'm sorry. I said that I wasn't expecting there to be a bunch of people here. Mea culpa. All right. What I want is to establish Zhao Wei as a trade hub for the realm in exchange for the redoubled economic influx that this would bring. We would have a couple of considerations for you in the governance of your city in order to align yourselves with standard realm practices, and we would need access to a number of your trade records. We have interest in some of those. What do you mean align Jawe with your standards? Well, you would, in becoming a trade hub, also become a satrapy of the realm. She means they want to take over. We will rebuild your roads, rebuild your gondola, we will bring education, goods, and your resources. And teach us how to be slaves to the realm. Now, the realm does employ slaves, but we aren't like to collect them from Zhao Wei. Just taking away everything that makes the city the way it is, makes it special, makes it home. That's one way to view it, yes. But I view it as a look at Second Life. We've heard enough about your city. I've done some reading about your governance system, about Shu and Kasagar. I know that they fancy themselves like humans, but they're not. They're gods. They're a different thing. And they can't adopt our perspectives. And they're trying to. And the result is madness. Corruption. We can bring this city stability. We can manage fine on our own. We don't need the realm's help. Oh, I'm sure you can. That big, dark tower of essence blossoming up in the middle of your city. We would have been fine if you hadn't come to destroy us. Oh, sure. And then what were you going to do about the drought? We have other things in play. I'm sure you do. We brought people who would be able to help. We don't need your help. Well, I'm also offering you money and we goods. I'm also, to be quite frank, offering you a way out of this without fighting an entire wild hunt. We will go so far as to help you find a cord, but you're not going to get control of this city. Those are our terms. I find those terms to be completely unacceptable. A cord could have also been dead, not missing. I let him go. Maybe you ought to be a little more respectful, considering I didn't kill one of your own when I could have. The filthy, heretical ingrate would be better dead. You think I cared for him? I tolerated him. But then why do you want him back so much? So we can kill him for betraying us. For abandoning his duty. The realm is owed his head. Well, I doubt he'll find him without our help. And at this point you hear a series of thunking sounds 
into the side of the city. Ajax, with his increased hearing, can hear that these are heavily weighted arrows that are burrowing into the sides of the city walls. Look, there they go. They're getting ready. Why are they shooting into the city? Well, we didn't have any boats on us immediately. We have some downriver. There's people who are collecting those. The full force isn't here. Spoiler alert. But those of us that are here, they're adept climbers. The Blessed Isle has some wonderful mountain ranges that we used to train our soldiers in. They're going to scale the city walls. Fuck. Why can't you just fuck up again and accidentally burn those ropes too? I didn't fuck up when I burned the ropes. (laughs) Just like I didn't fuck up when I burned him and she points to Ajax. Last time anyway. That was intentional. The collateral of him this time and the lover. That was an accident. You don't have time for accidents. I have all the time in the world for once in my life. I've offered you a pretty simple choice. Submit and help. Face the consequences. You're also standing by yourself with your fellow partner on the other side of the city. And you're with three exalteds. Is that an attempt at intimidation? Yes. Go ahead and make a charisma plus presence roll. Her resolve score is four. Four successes. She grits her teeth. Yes, I'm alone. They're going to be here soon. I don't want to fight you. I thought that I was clear about that. I might be terse, but I don't want to fight you. I would like for you to submit. Of course you would like that, because you're outnumbered. Not for long. It won't take us long. Didn't take me long with him last time. Well, now there's two more of us, and you can see what Ariston did to your colleague. At that statement, Ajax pulls an arrow from his quiver and sets it in his bow and draws it taut, pointing it at Sussman. And here I really thought that we could avoid this. How long have I been here? Fifteen minutes? Guess I really did deserve to flunk out of the Spiral Academy. Look, when Prema gets here, she's not going to be happy. She's upset about Vijay. She's upset about Accord. She's upset about the escape. And she's going to be very upset about me too. Well, maybe she can cry us a river and end to the drought. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the three of us and you here now. As you finish this sentence, you can see, emerging from the smoke that's billowing around this area, a form in the smoke. Two forms, actually. One human, carrying a large, glinting blade with a pearl handle, and an enormous predatory wolf at their side. Rizzo has returned to Zhao Wei. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame Fay's? Oh, great. I didn't know that you people frequented this tea house. That's how it's gonna be, huh? You shame me in front of my best friend and personal rival. You, sh- you Then you just come here, you start drinking tea next to me? You think that you can just do that? You think that that's who you are? You think that that's okay? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was just trying to get the best deal I could. You guys did what? I was trying to buy a mask, and... Uh, I don't know if masks are really your thing, Ajax. It was during the festival. I just wanted it's- to get... In the spirit. It's a time-honored tradition. You can't eat a mask. Yeah, well, I was going to use the mask to hold some more food and then to use it to eat through. Okay. But I don't don't think his masks had holes to eat through. That's why I didn't buy a mask for him. No, they don't have holes to eat through because you know what? That's a great way to get A, a messy mask, B, chapped lips. I bet you didn't know that if you try to shove your little lips through a hole in a mask... Real quick, you're going to find out that your lips are getting chapped. That that act of straining them through the hole, 
ooh, it makes them dry, dries them up real fast. And then what am I doing? I have litigations. I have litigations. People come to me, they're saying, oh, we bought your masks and now our lips are chapped. And oh, we need all of your koku. Every single one of those koku that you have, it's ours now because I have chapped lips. I started bleeding and now there's blood on my mask as well as chicken grease. It's ridiculous. So no, my masks don't have lip holes. The masks are for the festival, and as for me, the festival's all about eating. Yeah, and for me, the festival's all about protecting my ass and not getting sued again. Didn't didn't we go over that you could prepare food within the mask? Uh, Yeah, I was saying you could put food in the mask, but that's a different thing. Because you know what? That's not going to interact with a lip hole and produce chapping. Will it produce zits? Yes, but that's a user error. It's not a design flaw. Uh, have you ever thought about getting a lawyer or something? Like, seems like that would maybe help. Yeah, I spoke to a lawyer and they said, What the hell are you doing putting lip holes in your masks? You're waiting for a lawsuit. I used the other mask and put my lips to the lip hole. And I mean, my lips got a little bit chapped, but not enough to, like, sue about it. Well, you know what? I guess you're one of the good ones then. One of the good customers, because... People, it's ridiculous the things that they'll sue you for, including chapped lips, apparently. Wait a minute. Fill me in. So you sell masks? Well, I sell masks during the festival, yeah. Do you have any masks? I want to see these. No, I don't have the masks on me anymore because it's not the festival. Then what? Who are you? What is your identity outside of the masks? I'm a craftsman. I'm a businessman. You know, I... They're all vague. What, a merchant isn't good enough for you? Someone who makes and then sells goods? That's a profession. Why do you make? Rugs? Did you say drugs? Rogs? Did you say rags? That was really hard to understand. Both are feasible answers to the question. A rog isn't a thing. What's a rog? A rug! Oh, a rug. Yeah! No, I don't make rugs. I make wooden goods. I make, you know, statues. Sometimes I make statues, which is why I also make the masks. Oh, but I also you... make various tools. I I went to someone's house and they had these really cool statues of bear catching salmon. It was impressive. Do you make stuff like that? Well, I'm I'm Noah Lou. I'll tell you that much. It sounds like you're probably talking about a Lou. But yeah. I've got some pretty nice wood butterflies. Oh, that, that no sounds... one gives a shit about butterflies. Why would you say that, Godwin? That's a very hard thing to craft with wood. I think that's interesting. You wouldn't know anything about crafting. It doesn't sound like they have much wood in the fish land. No, they don't, but I... (laughs) You didn't know that I whittle? I do that. It's something I picked up when I came up here. I've never seen you whittle. There's like a whittle dolphin in the office. Who did you think did that? Oh, you made that? Yes. Oh, I thought like some some patient's kid left it or something and we kept it because we felt bad. All right, well, could you all please just whittle me this? Why are you still at my table? Uh... We just... I've been drinking your beer. We just gotta go wherever's open. Yeah. You, the other tables are taken, and I actually know you. Kind of. Do you know me? You're aware of me. You don't even probably know my name. What's my name? I don't I don't know your name. <laughs> it's Luchester. Luchester. Luchester? Is that two names, like Luchester? No. One? It's one word. It's like Rochester. It's Luchester. Wasn't oh. it supposed to be Louchester? Nope. Louchester. If it was supposed to be Louchester, it'd be Louchester. Because you know what? My parents, they gotta pick the name, and they gotta pick how it's pronounced. And they picked Louchester. Well, they picked wrong. You know what? Some people say it's a weird name, sure. Some people say that uh, 
doesn't really fit around here. Some people say, oh, you know, you couldn't have been named, I don't know, like Flitting Hummingbird or something. And I say, no, my parents were different. They were visionaries, woodworkers, good at their job, taught me how to do my job. And so I have to honor them every day by living with a garbage name that they passed down to me. Hey, is that loser Chester? Oh, sweet Christ. It's Flitting Hummingbird. Hey, how you doing? You know how I'm doing. You know how I'm doing, Hummer. You know how I'm doing? I'm doing great with all this income that I made during the festival. Yep. Yeah, I, I bet you did. I bet you did. All right. You don't have to go flashing your cash. I hope you get sued. I hope that people got so many zits and they got so many lip chappings, so many chapped lips even, that, you know, the litigation's just going to tear down on you. It's going to tear you apart, leave you destitute. Jeez. Yeah, that's right. Say something. Do you want me to buy you a drink? Yeah, you know, I'll take a drink. Sure, I'll take a drink. Drinks for everyone! All okay, right. well, now that feels Thanks. impersonal. Finally, it's Now not... I don't really want the drink anymore. I like this guy better. Not me just paying for, for the drinks, finally. Oh, come on! Thanks. Cool. That's... Uh, yeah. Awesome. Flitting hummingbird, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna drink this drink now. I just want you to know that. That I reject the drink. It means nothing to me. I'll buy a drink, Luchester. Oh, well, thank you, but that's not... Uh, yeah, thank you. I actually, honestly, just thank you. Huh. I, it still smarts. I thought the bridges were being rebuilt, but pff, turns out that I don't mean anything to old hummingbird over there. See, but Ariston is also buying Ajax and myself drinks, so is that really no, impersonal? Nope, I'm yeah. not, not... Nope, you're on your own this time. It's already on your tab. It, it should, how 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 do you have access to my tab? We've been drinking on your tab all night. For like, I'm not I'm not paying for that every night for like a month now. Well, Luchester, that was not to my knowledge that they were doing that. I will say though, the only drink that I'm mindfully buying is for you. Okay. By the way, I'm just going to give you this piece of friendly advice right now. It sounds like if you aren't, then your friends they're going out and they're flashing your cash. You're going to want to be careful. Next thing you know, you might be looking at a lawsuit. Okay, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you make. You whittle, all right? Somebody's gonna say that that dolphin it got stuck down their esophagus or something, and you're gonna have to you have to pay a lot of money. Okay, just oh, uh, take it from one guy who knows. Oh, I I usually just keep my uh my projects to myself. I don't normally get. Who would put it? Why would they do that? So that they can sue you. I didn't think it was that hard to understand. That's a great idea. Ajax, is it gonna be you or me? I mean, I'll do it, you better but keep, I'm not going to share the money. You better keep your filthy hands off of my dolphin and keep it away from your esophagus. I'll put sis. my hands wherever I want, and I'll put whatever I want into my mouth. No, no, that is a very special dolphin. That sounds like a good way to get a disease, honestly. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to us, rate us, and review us on iTunes. Every review really helps get the show out there to more new listeners. If you want to find us on the web, you can find us at swallowsofthesouth.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com, and on Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. If you have any questions you would like answered or would like to speak to Quinn via email, please send your messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. Our intro music is new by Elvis Herod. And I hope to see you next Tuesday.